book of Zechariah. Hallelujah. We're not going to be in First uh, Samuel tonight. Just uh, feel like God's put this on my heart, and God, God knows what's best. I want Him to lead. I just want to follow Him. Amen. So Zechariah three. As you turn to that, let's ask God to help us tonight. Lord, we love you. Thank you, Lord, for your presence here tonight. Thank you, Lord, for, Lord, these great testimonies, Lord, that you have blessed us, you've helped us, you've given us, Lord, just an anchor and a foundation in our lives, God. And, Lord, I pray that your anointing would just be rich in this house, Lord, as we deliver your word. God, give us ears to hear what your spirit would say to us. Help us, Lord, to move on in you, God, to see you work, Lord, in greater ways, God. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. Zechariah 3, verse 1. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. The Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan, even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him... He said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of raiment. And I said, Let them set a fair mitre upon his head. So they set a fair mitre upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. God bless you. You can be seated. What's happening here is a glimpse into the spiritual. What I want to tell you tonight is so often we get so focused on the natural. We get so focused on what we can see and sense in the natural. But there's a spiritual aspect of our lives that's going on right now, even in this service, beyond what we can see. Amen. So often we're blind to what God is trying to do. And so often we're blind to how the enemy is fighting that. Amen. Brother was asking me even tonight, and recently someone else was talking about how we are created in the image of God. And and I'm sure there are many aspects of that, but I believe primarily God's created us to be spiritual beings. We have this body to get us around in this natural creation that God has blessed us with. But there's so much more to you than what I can see. So much more to what's going on in your life than what I can perceive with my senses. But in the Spirit, praise God, God's working. God's got a plan. Amen. And and the enemy is trying to fight that plan in you. Praise God. We see in this, I think, a picture of salvation. We see a glimpse of how God is looking at, at this one that He has called for a purpose. He's called with, with a plan in His life. And the enemy, the accuser of the brethren, is withstanding God and His plan. Amen. For I, we talk about that a little bit more. We, 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 we got to see that there's, that there's a spiritual aspect to your life. God's been working all along, and we need to get in tune with that. Matthew, the, the 13th chapter, we refer to this often. You can turn to it with me if you care to. But that is the sower, the teaching, the parables of the sower going out to sow the seed. And I think this is so instrumental in, in, in recognizing that even in the teaching, even in the preaching, even when God is bringing forth the Word, that there is a, there's a barrier And those that will just look at things so carnally. The Bible says in Matthew 13, verse 15, Jesus said, This people's heart is waxed gross. 
Their ears are dull of hearing. They're not feeling what I'm trying to do in their lives. They're not hearing what I'm trying to tell them. Their eyes, they have closed. It's a choice you have to make. Lest any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, they should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Hear me now. As Jesus preached to them, I'm sure everyone there that was able to to hear that was not deaf could hear what he said, could see what he's doing, but not so many recognized what was going on in the Spirit. The enemy's trying to get you focused throughout your day, your job, your family, the struggles that you may be facing. Hey, that's, I, I'm not telling you we're, we, we just are irresponsible, we don't worry about that, but there's a spiritual aspect of it all. That unless you're plugged in to what God is trying to do, you're going to miss it. Amen. You pray, but if it's not in the Spirit... You read your Bible, it'll be, it'll be a, a mystery to you without the Spirit of God. You can go to church and still be carnal. You can look around and we'll talk about this later on and, and, and just be so plugged in to what you see and not really what the Spirit's trying to do. Amen. We see this uh, going on with, with this priest Joshua, and this was the time of Ezra and Nehemiah rebuilding, that God had this man and had a plan in his life. God's got a plan in your life. Amen. You're looking at bills to pay. You're looking at, uh, you know, responsibilities in your life. And God's saying, I've got so much more than that for you. Amen. The devil's trying to stand in the way. The Bible says the devil's standing there in the presence of God. He's the accuser of the brethren. He's not in hell. But he's got a time that he can stand. And I want to tell you, he can see what you might not want to see. Amen. You might just be dressed up nice for church. Praise God. You might might uh, uh, just be singing along. But, but the devil can see the condition of your soul. Amen. You can you can pray and you can say praise the Lord. Amen. But the devil knows and God knows what your soul looks like. Amen. That's what matters. Amen. Preacher might say, wow, there's somebody that's really strong in the Lord. God knows what your spiritual man is wearing. This man was dressed in filthy clothes. Amen. He, I'm sure he looked the part of a high priest. But the spiritual, there were filthy garments and he needed to be changed. And the enemy is going to be pointing that out. Every time you say, hey, I, want to, I, I need help, God. I need help, God. The devil's saying, you're not worthy of that. Look, he doesn't serve you. Look, she's not living for you. But when you turn to Jesus... When you give it all to God, when you repent of your sins and say, Lord, I'm turning away from that, I'm going to lay it at an altar and let it die. Amen. God's going to give you a new change of garments. Amen. God's going to put clean linen upon you. The righteousness, the holiness of God is now what He sees on you. Aren't you glad that God has changed your life? Amen. Say, nobody knows. God knows. Praise the Lord. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. God's a holy God. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Does God say that or is that you? That's so natural. That's so carnal. But when you say, God, I surrender to you. Amen. Sometimes we look at things and say that's not a big deal. And God knows that that's exactly what the devil does to try to put a snare in your life. Got to be spiritual. Amen. I said it when we read Matthew 13. There's, there's a spiritual aspect of the Word of God. Praise the Lord. You can come to the house of God. Thank God you did. We want you to be here. But until you plug into the Spirit, it doesn't matter how long you've been coming. You know what it's like. You can be thinking about so many different things and so, so worried more about what, what, what somebody said or what somebody looks like and not really be plugged into. What's God want you to do in this service? What's God trying to do in you or through you? Amen. Can you imagine how many times, and I'm telling you, I'm not just telling maybes and what ifs, how many times God wanted to move. 
God would have used you to help somebody. You to pray for somebody. You to see God working and glorifying His name. But you're caught up in the carnal. Caught up in something that that isn't going to matter for anything. When the spiritual battle's going on and the devil tries to just hold you there. Well, praise God. The devil just tries to to keep you focused and, and, and try to put contention in your heart. Try to get you picking at one another. Trying to pull people down rather than do the will of God. Amen. You look what it says in Matthew 22. Hallelujah. This is that same kind of idea of what's going on in the Spirit. Talks about this parable. It's talking about when we stand before God. The wedding feast. Amen. When the bride, the church, is reunited, is is united, rather, with the bridegroom, with Jesus. Amen. What a day that will be. Amen. The king came in to see the guests. He saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, saith unto him, Friend, how camest thou hither not having a wedding garment? Maybe nobody else could see, but God can see. What Are you living for Him? Are you walking with Him? Not what you say, what you're living. Not what your promises are, what your actions are. You back up and look in Zechariah, the first chapter. I thought at first I was going to open with this. and But I'll tell you, God's saying, I talked to you. I called you. I'm dealing with you. But you, you, you haven't turned away. You're going to be judged for your actions, for your, for, your, for your deeds. Amen. Help us, God. The Bible says that he said, friend, where's your wedding garment? He was speechless. Had no, no excuses stand before God. King said to the servants, bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. You can be. God's, God's make it, will make it just easy for you just to turn to him with all your heart and be clean. Amen. It almost seems offensive, doesn't it, to show up with filthy garments, show up just not prepared for to honor this feast day that was prepared for you, it's kind of the same idea with our salvation. God's done so much for you. God's done so much for us. God's blessed us. Why? You know what the Word says? It's the Word of God says it's our reasonable service. Why? How, how offensive would it be? Jesus shed His blood on the cross for us to be saved and not to give him our whole heart, not to dedicate our lives to him, not to say, God, I, I love you so much, I, I want to serve you. The enemy's not your friend. The devil's not your friend. The devil's will make a fool out of you. But God will, will not only cleanse you, but now once you're brought into this, listen now, there's a different kind of dynamic going on. There's, then now you're part of, the, uh, uh, it's part of a battle. Now the devil's going to fight you. He was trying to condemn you. He was trying to accuse you. But now he's going to try to fight you. Bring, bring you down. We enter into God's church. It's... Now it's time to do His will. Now it's time to use our gifts. Now it's time to bring God glory. How many people come to, come to God and say, Thank you, Lord, I, I know I'm a Christian. And live their lives again so detached from His Spirit. So uninvolved with saying, God, what's your will for me? You might be a, uh, just, a, just a blessing and a help and, and working and just using your gifts and abilities for God, but still every day saying, God, today, what, what doors will you open? Today, what do you want in my life? Today, I want to be connected to you. There's a lot of things that try to pull you in, into being just, just your old self, your old life. That's the, what the enemy's trying to do. How can I give you glory today, God? How can I draw closer to you today, God? How can I let you use me to be a blessing today, God? Amen.
Is that how you start your day? Is that how you live your life? Or, or, or do you just kind of say, okay, God, good morning. I'll be back when I'm done. Hey, there's more to your life than that. God's got you right where he's, he wants you and he's going to have you shine in that place. But if you're disconnected and, and distracted by the enemy. See, the enemy wants to pull you into that carnal mindset. Listen to me. I, I've said this to you before. And, and uh, the, the devil, a lot of times people say, oh, man, the devil, uh, he, he's, he's messing with my life and he's, he's, he, he's just causing me problems. And, well, you know, life's full of problems. Amen. And I'm not willing to give the devil credit for most of it. But I'll tell you what he will do. He'll try to get in your mind, try to control your attitude. Amen. Hey, I, I cannot. I, I know. Say, I wish so much. I don't understand why I, I, I'm having such a bad time. Wow, read your Bible. Amen. Did you ever read Paul's life? You ever say? You ever look at your situation and say, how can I take any more? <laughs> and then read what Paul went through. God, I don't understand why you let me go through all this. I wonder if the Lord said, Paul, you want to talk to him when he gets here? Paul, you want to you want to tell her what you and, and you know what? You can keep your your victory. Amen. Through your battle. See, the question is not how easy is my life and how easy is my path, but can I glorify God in whatever I have to face? The devil's not trying to give you a bad day, but he's trying to get your attitude and you don't have to give it to him. Amen. I found out a long time ago that I don't have to give him one bit of my... You say, oh, you must be having a good day. You might be surprised. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not too uncommon to fight two or three battles at a time. Amen. I know you all think the preacher has it easy. Amen. That ain't, that's not the truth. But the fact of the matter is, you have to make a choice where your focus is going to be. And if the devil can grab your attitude, you're not going to glorify God. You're not going to have victory in your life. You're going to miss the plan of God. And that's what the devil wants. Can I distract them enough, get them carnal enough that they're not doing God's will today? And you think, well, I'm okay because I'm still saved. I didn't backslide. Wait a minute. You're in this now. It's time to get busy. And if the devil can, you know, sometimes maybe I think that's why people have a lot of problems. Not always, don't get me wrong. But sometimes if the devil says, if I just kind of, you know, poke him a little bit, I'd get him carnal. And if that works, hey, he might keep doing it. That's what you would do. Amen. Can I tell you, when you start saying my attitude, my focus, my walk is going to be in the spirit and not dictated by my flesh or my problems or my circumstances, you're going to start seeing God's work go happen in your life. Amen. You're going to start seeing some things come to pass. You're going to see God use you in a greater way. See, I don't understand why God doesn't use me. He's been trying to, but you got your mind on the superficial carnal things. You got your mind on all those things that really are, it's not what it's about. Amen. That ought to be your focus. Man, walking in the Spirit. Too many people that understand this Holy Ghost, praise God, and thank God for it, have this idea getting in the Spirit means shouting, and I believe in shouting, means praising, I believe in praising. But the Bible talks about walking in the Spirit. And that doesn't mean you're just out there, you know, shouting and dancing and speaking in tongues, but you're in tune with the Spirit. Amen. You're in tune. You're not going to allow yourself to get distracted from what God's trying to do. Lose your testimony. Lose your effectiveness. Amen. Because I'll tell you, there's a reason some people can't do much for God. Because nobody cares what they have to say because they're so carnal 99% of the time. And then all of a sudden you got something to say for God. And you've lost your testimony. You need to build a testimony. The enemy wants to stop you. The enemy wants to pull you into a, a day-by-day routine that is so out of sync with the Spirit. Amen. 
How, how are you going to praise God in the midnight hour if you're not in the Spirit? If every, every, every bump in the road causes you to back up, causes you to stall out, causes you to lose your victory and get an attitude, listen, God can give you better than that. Look what it says. You, you, know, what it, you know it in Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Ephesians 6. How aware are you of the real battle that's going on in your life? Not just the problems, but how the enemy's trying to disconnect you from glorifying God, doing the will of God. Amen. You get mad at everybody that crosses you. That might be somebody you need to pray for. That might be somebody you need to witness to. That might be somebody that needs to see a Christian overcome rather than get the same attitude they did so they can say, you know what, I knew they didn't have any more than I do. Amen. Finally, my brother, in Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. That's, that's what we've been talking about around here lately. It's His strength. It's not your strength. You don't have an excuse to say, well, I'm not very strong. I'm just so weak. It's not about you being weak or strong. It's about you resting, relying, choosing, amen, to find strength in God. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God. I hear people talk about the armor of God. And I hear people say, well, you've got to put it on. Do you understand? what? Do you have it on? I, how do you know you have it on? Hey, man, what does that mean to you? Are you fighting the devil? Are you equipped to fight the devil? Are you prepared to fight the devil? Amen. It, this is more than just saying, God, I put the armor on. And then going out just doing what you always do. This is knowing that you've got that helmet. You've got salvation. You've got truth. You've got righteousness. You are ready to be a witness. Amen. You've got the sword of the Spirit. You've got the Word of God. You've got faith. That is active and available in your life at any given moment. You can't just say, God, I put the armor on and go on your way. You've got to have that in your life. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. You'll be able you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. There's a couple things there. Wiles means he's subtle. He's tricky. You cannot play games. You cannot play games with this. You cannot be casual about it. The devil is slick. He sets traps. You have to be aware of that and avoid them. Amen. And if you don't have the armor of God, it says if you have it, you can... Let's read it, that you may be able to stand against. So that tells me if you're not where you need to be, you're not able. Amen. If you don't take what God has given you seriously, put your heart and soul into loving God, serving God, how are you going to fight the fight? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Do you see what he's saying? It's not so carnal. So much of what we are up against is is nothing. You just throw it down. You get away from it. You don't focus on it. You raise your, your, your vision on the kingdom of God. Amen. I, I, say, I'm coming to church because to, 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 I, I need strengthen and I need challenge. Like some of you said tonight, Brother Dave was talking about good, good, good. But I've got, there's more to it than that. Are you aware of the battle that's going on and can you help the will of God be accomplished? Amen. Hallelujah. I love where we're going. I love what God is doing. But there's just been too many people focusing on the carnal, on the on, on what is what you can obviously see. You know, preachers can be like that. You know, I, I hear them talk about, well, it's just what I observe. You know, that's that that's uh, we need somebody to get in the spirit. We need somebody to get down to where we're living. That this isn't just what I can see, what walks in the front door, but what what we've been living all week long. 
Amen. And if you can pray and have a walk with God and God can start dealing with you and then God can deal with me as well. Hey, something can happen where we actually accomplish something. Amen. If your only goal is, I sure hope I don't leave church in 2024. I sure hope I'm hanging on. There's a whole lot more to living for God than that. Amen. Hallelujah. I thought tonight, maybe Sunday morning, I don't know, Lord willing, but, but I'm, I might be teaching about uh, the war for 2024. And it's a spiritual battle. It's, a, it's an understanding to be in tune with what God is trying to do. And how often... Hallelujah. I'm just going to say this. I tell you, after church sometimes, man, we just, just preaching our guts out, praying around this altar, applying that, and boom, all of a sudden, we're just, just no spirit. Hey, something's wrong there. Something's wrong if there isn't something where you can just, just savor it a little while and understand, wow, thank God for that. Thank God for what happened. Thank God for what we're feeling in this. Amen. We ought to go, just go back right over to just, just ignoring the fact that, hey, God just worked. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. Verse 11 says that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Devil... Is, is personally attacking you, your family, the church, amen, the community. It's our job to, to start with us and start getting some victory, start gaining some ground. We, we just, we're so, so disconnected from what God wants to do. So focused on so many things that's really not... What God's trying to get us to pay attention to. Amen. If we could just lay down our, our pride and follow the pattern of Jesus in the garden. Not my will. God, I want your will. You've got to be connected with the Spirit to find God's will because it's going to be contrary to your will. It's going to be contrary to what you're going to have to battle. You're going to have to crucify my flesh. Jesus Christ himself, as our example, cried and sweat as it were great drops of blood and, and to show, hey, we are going to have to fight that battle against our will. To be in touch and in tune with the Spirit of God. To say, okay, God, I know what you want, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes to you, and the devil's going to do everything he can to try to hold you back. You've got gifts God's put in you. How long will they go to waste? How long will you have no heart and soul for what God has called you to do before you were ever born? Help us, God. We're going to face things in this world. We're going to face it in church. We're going to face it out in the world. Amen. We're going to have to have our hearts guarded. There's a lot of, a lot of garbage around us. Amen. There's a lot of sin around us, and we are in this world, but we're not of it. You don't have what it takes to keep that out of your heart unless you're walking in the Spirit. Amen. I, I know what it's like to... I, I, I've worked uh, night shift when the bosses are all home in bed at foundries and factories and warehouses and side jobs where where everybody's not just cursing every third word, but it's all filth. And, 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 and you know what? You just... Jesus... Jesus, Jesus, God be with me, God. And you're walking in the Spirit. And you recognize that you're vulnerable if you don't have the, your guard up. You recognize no matter how long you've been living for God, that that can get in your heart and your mind if you let it. But I'll tell you, God's greater than all that. God can keep you in all that. And God can make you shine in all that. It doesn't have to get in your heart, in your mind, but you've got to fight against it. You gotta learn how to keep it out of your heart. Amen. The Bible says don't give place to the devil. I don't spend a lot of time worrying about the devil because I'm doing all I can to get as close to God as I can. And the Bible says don't give him place. So you don't have to worry so much about him if you don't keep the door open for him. Even a little bit, even a crack. Amen. But once you get, once you get careless, once you say it's no big deal, I don't have to be so careful. Can I tell you? That's when you give in place to the devil. 
It says, neither give place to the devil. You can resist him, he'll flee from you. You can tread on serpents and scorpions. Nothing shall by any means harm you. That's the word of God. But if you give place to the devil, if you have a welcome mat out for the devil, he's got permission. Amen. Help us, Lord. You can't give him room to work in your life. Not an inch. You can't give the enemy work to room to work in your life. Not at all. You got to get get your. You don't need to be filling your mind, feeding your spirit with things that aren't going to that aren't going to build you up. Amen. How do people get stronger in their faith? They're filling their minds up with the word. They're filling their hearts up with the word. They're t- spending time in prayer. They're not playing get prayer games. They're praying. Amen. How do I how do I get strength over all the all the battles that I'm in? You got to fight harder. Amen. I, I said it to you earlier this year. Praise God. Some of the things we're going to face, we're going to have to up our game. Our prayer lives, our time in the Word, our, our our focus on God is not going to help us overcome in the battles that are ahead of us. Amen. And I've seen that happen. And I've seen people say, you know what, if this is what it takes, I'm going to press in a little bit farther, a little bit harder, a little bit stronger. I'm going to give God more. Amen. And you overcome. But you keep on playing, playing games and, and, and just kind of, kind of, well, I can get in the spirit, but then you're, you're carnal and, and, and oh, no, no, that's not. You can't give the devil room to work in your life. You got to get desperate. Praise the Lord. I, I, I don't know what you think is going on. This is serious business. Amen. We're not trying to hurt you. We're trying to help you. This is a war for your soul for eternity. Amen. You gotta, you've got to get desperate for more of God. You come in church and, 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 and pray half-hearted. You can, nobody's going to force you. Nobody's going to make you. But if you want to come around and say, I don't understand why I don't have better victory, it's obvious. Amen. It's obvious if you, the more you, you, you put your focus in and give your all to God. But if you say, well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go through the motions, but, but yeah, I'm still kind of thinking that brother over there is just such a loser and sister so-and-so is such a hypocrite. You know, you're not going to, you give him place to the devil. Amen. So maybe they are. Pray. You don't have to. Get your focus on anybody else. Live for God. Don't give the devil room to work in your life. Amen. Turn away. the God. I'll tell you, step one, step one of just getting into this, of just being born again, is repentance. That means turning completely away and dying at an altar. That your old life dies. Every bit of it, not just kind of bits put down for the It dies. That old life is dead now to you. We bury it in Jesus' name because it's dead. We're not reforming. We are being reborn. Don't give the devil room. Turn with me to Psalm 91. Psalm 91. You want victory in your life? You want God's goodness? It's available. God has peace for you. God has joy for you. God has a plan and a purpose for you. You've got a gift in you that I don't have. Amen. This isn't about being a second or third class citizen in in church. Everybody's got a part. Amen. The question is, are you going to let God work His will in your life? Psalm 91. This is, this is a spiritual aspect of this, of, of life. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Dwelling, staying with God. Staying with God. God's going to protect you. God's going to... You're under His shadow. That means you, you're... You're safe in God. But that's not for just anybody that says, I'm a Christian. The Bible says, if you name the name of Christ, depart from iniquity. He that dwelleth in the secret. That's a, that's a personal closeness. That secret place. 
Amen. You're dwelling there. It's not something you run to. You live there. You, you, that's, your, that's in the Spirit. You're, you, he's with you, and you recognize that through the day. He said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. There's all kind of dangers in this world. There's all kind of spiritual traps and snares. Amen. Things that will, will wrap them around your life and pull you away from the things of God. But abiding with God is like being in a fortress. Sure, listen to this. Surely, surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, the traps of the enemy. The one that's hunting for you. If you abide, if you dwell, right? There's, he will deliver you from the enemy, from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. He's painting a picture just like Jesus when he wept over Jerusalem said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I gathered you as a hen doth her, her brood, her chicks, but you would not. I would have gathered you. I would have protected you. Desolation was coming. Do you understand what he was prophesying? He was prophesying 70 A.D. when Titus would march his troops into Jerusalem and destroy the temple, that one stone would not be left upon another, that he would level them, that now not only was he crucified, but there would be streets lined with crosses. That the wailing and the death and the stench of death that hit Jerusalem in 70 A.D. And he cried over them and said, I would have protected you, but you refused. Here in Psalm 91 is that one God saying, I'll cover you with my, my wings. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by the... Not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day. It's a dangerous spiritual environment for someone who's not abiding under the shadow, dwelling in the secret place. Pestilence that walketh in dark shall not be afraid of the terror by night, the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, destruction that wasteth at noonday. What a waste of time to be afraid of current events. When you're dwelling in that secret place, when you're abiding in His Spirit, walking in His Spirit, you're in touch and in tune with that Spirit, you're not going to be afraid. Look at verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. I don't rejoice over that, but he said, you're going to see judgment against those that aren't abiding. Don't be a part of that crowd. Dwell in the secret place. Walk in his spirit. Find his will for your life. Find what, be engaged in what God's trying to do in you, that you can glorify God. Amen. That you can bring honor to God. That you can be a blessing. I appreciate Sister Daphne, I think it was, started... The testimony service, talking about getting sharpened. What a blessing it is to be able to get around God's people. Amen. You can't just get sharpened by anybody. they got to be in touch. Not everybody's in the Word of God like they need to be. Not everybody's walking in the Spirit like they ought to be. Amen. You can pick that up. You can sense that in strengthening and encouraging. You might, they might not be quoting Bible verses, but you just, it's the Spirit of God. But there's a lot in this world that try to pull you down, try to wear you down, try to suck the life out of you. Amen. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Listen now. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. You live in there. Amen. You're dwelling there because you've made God your habitation. Hallelujah. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee. Aren't you glad for that? God's working. God's working. Even in the service tonight, 
how God's... Uh, didn't we have a testimony Sunday night of just the, the angels of the Lord being in this house? God's working. He shall give His angels charge over thee. Keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Listen now. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. You don't have power over the devil. You know, I had a... I, I had a situation years ago in my life as a young Christian, and I was talking to God about prayer, how the devil was working, and God, as he tends to do, just threw it right back in my lap. I know a lot of people don't like this, but I was rejoicing that God spoke to me. He said, you know, you can have authority over him, but you've got to walk the walk. Amen. You're going to have to pray like, like you mean this. You can't just, go, oh, I pray. You, you'll have to get in the Spirit. Amen. What, was, what, what happened to just, why, why don't we pray in the Spirit? Amen. We've got this available to us. Why don't, we, why, why don't we take this home with us? Why isn't this something, hey, I thank God for people that come in here. You can hear them just groaning in the Spirit. You can hear them speaking in tongues. You can hear them reaching out. And sometimes others, you know, it's just on that level as anybody else can get on without the Holy Ghost. Hey, we need to be in the Spirit. Help us, Lord. Thou shalt tread on the lion and adder. God's given you victory over the devil. The young lion, the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Now, I love this. Let me point this out and just finish this off. In verse 14, it just gets prophetic. Now, God just starts speaking through the psalmist in first person because he has set his love upon me. God just starts talking. He's talking about abiding in the secret place and loving God and serving God. And now all of a sudden God just picks up and says, Hey, because he set his love on me, therefore I will deliver him. Hallelujah. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. There's something more going on here. There's something special going on here because somebody is dwelling in the secret place. Somebody's walking in the spirit. Somebody's made God their habitation and God steps up and says, you call and I'll answer. Amen. How many people say, oh, I'm praying, I'm praying, but no, hey, I'm going to tell you something. God... God's active in His children's lives. I will deliver Him and honor Him. With long life will I satisfy Him and show Him my salvation. Believing in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Having experience in the baptism of the Holy Ghost does not guarantee that you're walking in the Spirit. The enemy's fighting you. The enemy's trying to disconnect you. The enemy's trying to get you focused on everything but God's will, God's plan, God's gifts in your life, and how God wants to pour His benefits into you. These testimonies, wow. What a blessing it is. I could preach anything. And even sometimes even I'm thankful. Hey, don't get me wrong. It's valuable to me. But some of you just been around this for for a year or so and you start talking about how awesome it is to live for god some people think well we've just kind of in our ways but man when you see somebody change delivered and filled with the holy ghost what a blessing that is amen because it's real it's not something you turn on for church people are sick of that people don't have any time for that amen Oh, yeah, they got a lot to say in church, but I know what they're like out there. I run into them. Amen. I know what they're all about. I know what's important to them. Amen. But if you can start plugging into God's Spirit, saying, God, I want your will today. I want you to use me today. I want to encourage somebody today. I want to pray for somebody today. I want to bless somebody today. I, I want to be I, I want to give glory to God today. I want to work together for the plan and the purpose of God today. I want to go to church and be aware of what God's trying to do in that service. What God wants to do. It's not just up to the preacher to be in the spirit. We all need to be working together, orchestrated by the spirit of God to see God's will accomplished, but I tell you it's a battle. It's going to be a battle. There's going to be a there's going to be a fight and uh but we got what it takes to win this fight and see the devil put under our feet and see great things happen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. There's a spiritual aspect going on in your life.
And like Jesus said, so many have their eyes closed to it. So many people's hearts are just dead to it. So sad. Because there's more to your life than just getting through it day by day surviving. God's not called you to just stumble and survive. Bible says, we preached about this recently, that we God calls living without His salvation, living the life of sin, uh, being dead in sins. And, and, and he, he quickens us. He makes us alive. You weren't created to just stumble through life. Trying so hard not to just lose your mind in despair and sorrow. God's got more for you. God's got something great for you. Hallelujah. I'm not saying we don't have troubles. I'm not saying we don't have trials. But I'll tell you the victory that's been represented in this house through the testimonies. It's real. It's a real salvation. It's not just a church time thing we say. Hallelujah. But it means being plugged into the Spirit of God. It means not giving any place to the devil. It means realizing there is a fight for you and your place in God's kingdom. More than just going to church, it's being a part of God's will. Growing in God and growing in helping others get victory. There's people around you that need to see what God is doing in your life right here around you. Let God use you. Come on, let's find a place to pray. Lord, I surrender all. Come on, let's come up and just talk to God. Lord, I surrender all. Lord, I want to dwell in that secret place. I want to abide under your shadow. Lord, I don't want to give place to the enemy. I want to keep him under my feet. Oh, that's it. That's it. Lord, I need you. Thank you, Lord.
then let his power dwell in you. Let so clueless to what is really going on in the spirit. God, help us. Help us to wake up. Help us to realize. Oh, Jesus' name, help us to realize what you're trying to do in our lives. And help us to be aware of how the enemy is trying to destroy us. talks about the wiles of the devil. It's why we need help. It's why we need one another. The devil will try so hard to deceive. Try so hard to to lie to us. And we need we need help those around us that God's put in our lives to help us be aware when we're slipping when we're drifting, when we're heading towards dangerous ground, thank God people that are praying and can help us. God, thank you, Lord, for my brothers and sisters. Thank you for my church family. Thank you for your love and your goodness to us, Lord. Help us. Help us, Lord, to to be vigilant, to be aware of what your spirit is leading us to and and aware of what the enemy would try to attack us with and help us to be wise, to walk carefully, not as fools. Let's all stand again, Lord. We thank you for your presence here tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives, God. As we come to the end of this year, God, so... Quickly, God, I pray that we could finish this year and go into the new year as you tarry, God, and just, Lord, see more and more of your will in our lives, more of the victory and more of the overcoming power and more of revival in us and through us, God, and throughout this community, God, that chains would be broken, lives would be changed, God, because of, Lord, your spirit working through your people, God. God, I pray you bless each one. Keep us, Lord, safe as we travel. God, keep your hand upon us in safety and in good health. And God, just continue to use us for your kingdom. We love you, Lord. We thank you for loving us. We ask it in your great name, the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God bless you, church.